0: Hello and welcome to the Awaken Creators Podcast, a podcast for high-vibe creatives, providing you spiritually grounded guidance to reawaken your creativity, helping you release blocks, restore flow, and reclaim your joy. We've got an exciting topic for you today. We are going back, 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 back to our adolescence this is really important for creatives to do because we are talking about authenticity, we're talking about sacral chakra healing, and a lot of this stuff has to do with the trauma and drama of our adolescent years. So if you are ready to dive deep into your past and heal that shit so you can get over it and get on with your life, And I definitely recommend you tune into this podcast. You're going to love it. I'm going to give you some tips on how you can start to heal this part of yourself and move on in a healthy and open way. So stay tuned because we are going deep. All right. So many of you know, we are currently floating through Aquarius season at this time and the theme within awakened Creators during Aquarius season has been all about creative authenticity. And so I've been spending a lot of time creating content focused on this subject and really thinking about it and self-reflecting on it in my own life. And the conclusions that I've come to related to the development of our true authenticity has a lot, I feel, to do with our teenage years, our adolescence. Now, if you kind of look back on your life and sort of look at how society talks about being a teenager, there is a lot of emphasis during that time frame with expression and being your own person and wanting to do your own thing. Um, so I think that these years in our lives are really formative in terms of the ability for us to express ourselves, to learn who we are, and formulate our understanding of how to do that, how to tell the world who we are. Now, anytime you're talking about the formation of these sort of uh, frameworks in our consciousness, is that traumatic experiences or really painful experiences can start to interfere with the healthy normal development of these things. So for creatives specifically who struggle with expressing themselves and expressing their creative authenticity, I think a lot of it is going to have to do with your adolescence and and Needing to really look back upon this time and heal this time and work through some of the um, beliefs that were manufactured in this time of your life and start to dismantle those and reformat them in a way that is productive and allows you to move forward with your self-expression fully and completely. So... What we're talking about here in terms of creative authenticity and self-expression, this is all sacral chakra stuff. Um, so as I've been learning and expanding my own awareness of the sacral chakra, it really is that ability for us to relate to others in a way that is authentic to us, that honors who we are, that honors... um you know, the unique individual that we are and that also honors them. So our relationships with other people are very impactful on our ability to cultivate a really healthy sacral chakra. And our sacral chakra is also responsible for the energy of creation, the energy of self-expression. So when we have painful relations with people, in particular during adolescence, our sacral chakra can really start to shut down and or distort in a way that creates a lot of pain going forward because we're, we're reacting to life from this damaged um, sacral chakra. So our sacral chakra is really a lot about desire right? It's this fiery orange. Um, I think of it like lava is when I imagine it. I see it as lava and it's very kind of oozy and sensual. It has to do with our sexuality and our sensuality and our creativity. And like I mentioned, our ex- self-expression. And so Coupled with this all is our understanding of desire and what it means to be desirable okay i 'm wondering if that some of you got uncomfortable when I said that because I know for me, when I was growing up and when I was in my adolescence, I did not feel desirable, and in fact, that was a lot of the source of my um, trauma and my pain. As a teenager, was this feeling undesirable? Um, so, if that resonates for you, I would say look back at this time frame, um, because when we start to think about desire and being desirable, the lessons that we learn related to that concept start to inform us. At least, this is how we interpret in our minds. On whether or not we get to have what we want. So say for example, and this is I think a really common example, you desire a certain person or individual and it is unrequited. It is not reciprocated, the other individual maybe doesn't even know you exist and desire them. Um, I know that that has happened to me before or You desire this individual and they're aware of it, but they are not interested at all. And maybe even they desire someone else whom which you then begin to compare yourself to and judge yourself against. So as you can see how quickly these relations to others when it comes to our desire and learning what makes us desirable or not, or whether or not we get to have what we want in life, starts to distort based on these experiences. So how do we break through these patterns? Because if we don't break through these patterns, they tend to repeat. Um, Sometimes we'll learn unhealthy ways of relating to people in order to force the desire. So this is where you get sacral chakra distortion in terms of becoming overtly sexual or totally giving yourself away to people because you think it makes you desirable so you're sort of like in that regard rebelling against the rejection and saying well if you don't want me I'm gonna make you want me by making myself so irresistible and uh open freely for anybody to use, that they won't be able to say no. Um, Or, in contrast to that, you may shut down completely and adopt the non-desirability as your truth, as who you really are, and shut down to the world and stop expecting anyone to desire you. Stop expecting that you'll ever get what you want out of life. Stop expecting that anyone is gonna like what you have to offer. You can start to kind of see how this plays into your ability to self-express your creativity, your ability to sell your creativity, or to to put it on display for people to consume or to purchase or enjoy when you have these distortions in your sacral chakra, it will manifest and continue to manifest in these unhealthy uh, relations with other people, unhealthy relations with your creations, and unhealthy relations with yourself and your self-worth. So it's really important that we heal this area. I think that's been made abundantly clear by now. If we're going to, as creatives, really awaken to the full spectrum of what's possible for us, our sacral chakra is definitely one of the first places to start. I do, of course, recommend beginning at the root because the root goes even deeper than that. Um, And I've talked about root chakra blocks on my um, Instagram and I will do more content as it relates to that as well if you're interested because if we can get beyond the root where we're worried about our safety and even our ability to feel comfortable enough to start creating, then we move into the sacral chakra where now we're, are we free to express ourselves? Are we worried about what other people are going to think and how my creations are going to relate to others and whether or not they will desire it, whether or not I will be able to achieve what I want through this. So again, you can start to really see how having a distorted energy in your sacral chakra can prevent a lot of creative success. It can prevent a lot of just feeling good about what you create um, in general, not even, you know, if you're not even at the stage where you want to share it with other people, but just feeling good about it yourself. Um, Because even when there are not others to relate to, with our sacral chakra because the universe is such a mirror and a fun house of mirrors. Even when there is no one else to reflect back to us our distortion, we'll do it to ourselves and we will start to judge back on ourselves. We will start to shut down ourselves or reject ourselves because of this distorted energy. And what I really want to emphasize here is that this is all something that we have the power to to change. Um, We cannot go back in time and change what has happened, although I would argue that in certain meditative states, you certainly could go back to that moment and heal in certain therapies, um, in particular, so rapid eye movement therapy the name is totally blanking on me but i've actually experienced it myself and it's it's extremely powerful and it is akin to time travel (laughs) to where you travel back to that memory and begin to um deprogram it so um I'll have to figure out what it is called and place it in the description box um, so you can have access to that as a therapeutic modality. Um, But for those of you who aren't interested in that or are more of a proponent of self-healing, then I would say that spending time really getting in touch with your sacral chakra is going to be key. So what are some of the things that you can do to begin to heal this chakra and heal your um, perception of desirability and creativity and self-expression. Well, one of the things that I want to suggest that you do is to start re-embracing the stuff that you loved during that time frame. So for me, for example, if we're talking about an adolescence experience, I noticed that just naturally as I began healing my sacral chakra that this just started happening on its, on seemingly on its own. I know that it's really, you know, my higher self and my subconscious making these shifts, but I started to look back at that time frame and the things that I loved that were a true self-expression. So not you trying to fit in or you liked this particular band because someone else liked it, but the ones that really meant a lot to you, that were unique to you. So for me, I really liked wearing funky socks, like, you know, the socks with wild colors and goofy cartoons on them and stuff when I was a teenager. I don't know why or when I stopped wearing crazy socks, but I decided pretty recently that I was going to start wearing crazy socks again. Like, why did I ever stop doing this? I couldn't find an answer. Um, and they still brought me so much joy when I would see them at Target or wherever. I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, they're so cute." I have cats playing with yarn on them or, you know, a T-Rex drinking a cup of tea, like I started gravitating towards these things and, and purchasing more and more crazy socks. And now, I mean, even right now, I'm wearing Harry Potter socks <laughs> um, with owls on them. And, and so that is one of the ways in which I have re-embraced my self-expression. Um, another thing that I've done, and I'm just throwing out ideas to help you kind of think back to your adolescence. Another thing I've done is started drawing again. So I was more into drawing even probably than writing when I was a teenager. Um, and I think that I stopped doing it because I wasn't, I wasn't being aided and supported in developing those skills, so I never really got better at them, so I kind of just gave up. Um, but I love drawing, and I love painting, and I like expressing myself in this way. So what I've begun to do is pick up a pencil pick up colored pencils i i literally use a lot of my son and he's five i use a lot of his art supplies so it is very childlike and it's very playful and you know i'm not getting like professional grade uh art supplies that are really kind of intimidating in my mind still and like have this air of not wanting to waste it because you're not at that level yet so I like the, the comfort and the freedom of utilizing just your basic Crayola colored pencils or whatever, you know, to really explore this part of myself. And that's what your sacral chakra is meant to be, this area of exploration where you can touch and feel and taste life and not judge yourself for being curious and not judge yourself for what you like and what you don't like. You're figuring it out in this chakra. Um, So pay attention to those things. Um, And then lastly, I've been listening to a lot of music that has that same energetic vibe that I remember being attracted to when I was younger. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend listening to old records from that time frame, although you could, only because they can bring to mind a lot of memories of rejection or of these traumatic experiences that may be a little too raw and, and And suck you in, I guess, a little bit too much into that pain again. So well, I wouldn't recommend you necessarily flip through your CDs case from that time frame um, or cassettes if you're a little older than I am, but I would recommend that you find maybe some modern music that sort of plays back on those those um, same kind of music. Vibes. So, for me, for instance, I've been listening to a lot of like um, kind of '80s-inspired gothic synth music that's sort of dancey, and if you can imagine like this the introduction to Stranger Things, that's like the vibe. So, I'm listening to a lot of music that's like of that vibe because it takes me back to that time while also still being new and fresh to me. Um, And I find that it puts me in this frame of mind where I feel like myself. I feel like, oh yeah, you know, if I had this music back then, I would have enjoyed it too. And so you see how you affirm your authenticity in that moment. So those are some suggestions to you. Is to really start to re-embrace the things that you loved during that time frame, the things that genuinely brought you joy, that were not a reflection of um, you trying to fit in amongst the clique or collective, but that you individually found uniquely inspiring. And to reintroduce those things into your adult life and allow yourself to own them as a unique part of you um, and not judge yourself anymore. Another technique that I would like to recommend is writing a letter to your teenage self. This can be a very um, emotional um, experience, but it is very healing. If you aren't comfortable with writing the letter, then I would recommend getting into a meditative state and literally talking out loud to your teenage self. I do recommend that whether you decide to speak to your teen self or write to your teen self that you look at a picture of you. um, And in particular, a picture of you that maybe you don't totally like. A picture of you that you used to like judge maybe when you were then because what we want to cultivate here is the energy of compassion towards self and to understand self from the wiser older self reflecting back to the younger self and the energy of non-judgment and understanding because if you're here and you're listening to this and you're resonating with this you survived you came through whatever trauma and drama that you thought at when you were younger would end you if you can remember that because i remember feeling that way i remember feeling the experiences that i went through and seeing that there was no possible way i would ever be happy again, that I would ever feel good about myself, that I would ever get to where I am at now. So when you look back on and remember that that part of you is so scared, is so afraid and hurt, and you just shower that part of yourself with love and compassion, I really truly believe that that energy is sent back through space and time to your former self, and is kind of the hand that pulls you forward through time. You literally saved your own life. So with that said, I'm gonna read you a short snip from a letter that I wrote to myself to give you some inspiration, to also give you an opportunity to kind of resonate and feel if you can uh, relate to a lot of these things that I'm saying. So here we go. Dear Weird Kit, you are not so strange, no matter what they say, but don't let that be an affront. You're still unique, no doubt, and totally one of a kind, but all the things you think make you unwanted and unworthy and unloved are lies. They exist because you believe them. You feed them with your shame and your anger. You feed these lies by sacrificing who you truly are. But don't feel bad. This is the one time where peer pressure excuse works in your favor because everybody does it. But know this. A time will come when you will look back and you will all you will see is love. Love for yourself, love for your journey, love for everything that you went through, good or bad. And it will make sense to you in ways you never understood and connect you with people who you never would have met otherwise. You are not so weird as you are wonderful. And after all the years behind you, you will finally realize why. You will finally know why hanging on and moving forward despite the pain was worth it in the end. When you see you how I see you, you will see just how magnificent you are and how very cool you actually were. I love you. So there you have it. That's my letter to my own inner weird kid. And I hope that you found the information that we discussed today informative and educational and are excited to explore this part of you that may be repressed. You can truly come full circle in this moment and you can truly heal these experiences that you've had to forgive them and move on from them so they don't hold you back any longer. So I encourage you if you need any help moving through these experiences, I recommend you reach out to me. I'm here to help you. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to guide you and lead you. And so if you feel a connection to me, reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at Send me a DM. Let me know you listen to this podcast and that you're interested in exploring some chakra healing even more. With that said, I am super excited to announce to you that during 2021, most likely in the fall months, I am going to be launching a full length creative rebirth course where I will be guiding you hand in hand through each chakra healing this kind of stuff we're going to be doing journaling exercises meditation exercises creative exercises discussions with each other it's really going to be a fantastic community healing experience where you can finally sift through all of this baggage and allow it to release so that you can truly go live your freest and fullest self-expression creatively So if that sounds interesting to you, go ahead and join Awaken Creators. You can visit weareawakencreators.com to add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on when this course is announced. Or you can follow us over on Instagram, as I mentioned, at awaken.creators. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much, and I really hope that you found this podcast interesting and that you keep creating, because that's what we are here to do. Much love. Namaste.